Hello, everyone, and welcome to another installment of the Quick Serve Podcast, presented by our friends here at Toys and Four. Check them out in Chippewa Falls, whether you are looking to add to your vehicle lineup at the home, new and used vehicles, of course, servicing as well. Scott here, our friend Craig from Toyson is with us as well. Craig, how's it going? I'm doing great, Scott. How are you today? Time of this uh, podcast, it's uh, we're getting deep into the into the fall season. I know you and the family excited for for fall and the the upcoming you know holiday season and the change of seasons and sports and all of that. <laughs> well, it, it, I think we're we're all in agreement. We're, we're ready for baseball season to be over. That we we we've, we've loved <laughs> playing baseball and loved being a part of that. But it's it'll be nice to get on the basketball court a little bit and uh, and obviously the holidays are always great, but. Uh, uh, the best thing about winter is spring. It's right behind it. <laughs> <laughs> it's always good, and we, we we both have families, and a lot of listeners have families. And if you've got uh, kids involved in uh, in activities, there, you, you kind of look forward to the end of one season uh, for the for the freshness of something else changing your pattern. Then uh, over the yeah. course of the next couple months, you start wishing that something else pops in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have a fun topic you want to talk about uh, today. It's uh, it's kind of a big boy topic, if you will, but it's a fun topic nonetheless. Uh, leasing of vehicles, correct? Yeah, and I thought we've talked a little bit about leasing in the past, but I thought uh, we're starting to see a rise in, in leasing again, or at least questions come to like, well, should I lease this thing rather than buy it? And I thought it'd be a nice time to, to kind of revisit that conversation and answer some of the questions that people have, maybe go over some of the terms, what they, what, you know, because it's, there's so many uh, questions that come with leasing because there's just so much that's not easily understandable. So I thought we'd go over that a little bit. And, um, yeah, what would you say are some of the frequently asked uh, questions? Well, I, the main question is, is a lease right for me? And that's that's such a layered question. But the the response I always have back to people is, do you like driving the latest and greatest cars? And do you like to have a fixed payment? And do you not uh, want to drive that car for more than a couple of years? If the answer is yeah, then, then then we should probably talk about a lease. If if you're a person who likes to drive a vehicle until uh, the wheels are falling off, then, then a lease probably isn't for you. But... Um, if you're okay with having a car payment, that's not a bad thing. Do you like customize your vehicle? Then leasing is not a good idea because if you're adding decals, customizing wheels, lifting it, it's not a good choice. The next thing we got a time to talk about is you know what your budget is, and the other big the big part of leasing we need to talk about is how many miles you're putting on a year. If uh, that and that's the big thing that hinders a lot of people when leasing a vehicle. If you're someone who's habitually driving the same miles day in and day out, and you can really predict, uh, you know, if we can look back at your service history and see you're exactly putting on 12,000 miles a year, and it's been that way for two years, and nothing's going to change, we'll look at a 12,000-mile lease. Same with 15,000 miles, 18,000, all the 21,500 miles, and, and we can we can really plan that ahead and, and get a lease for you. If you're someone who's an over-the-road salesperson, you're going to put on varying miles, or you know, kids in youth sports, that might be a challenge. Leasing might be a little bit more of a concern because uh, we, can always, we can always pre-buy miles, but after the fact, there's going to be a little bit of a penalty on that. So we want to be mindful of that stuff. The last thing I kind of say, uh, ask somebody if, if they're looking at buying a vehicle, how rough are you on cars? Because that's that's a big part of leasing is when it's done and you're turning that car in, if that car's trash or that's totaled, you're going to be, you know, ha- having to come up with some money to pay for those kind of concerns. And then the other thing is if, you know, how your credit score is. If, if your credit challenge, you might not even qualify for a lease, but uh, what we found right, most people around here in the Chippewa Valley are, are, are pretty good with their money and, and, and have a decent credit score that we can get that done. At least they come in here anyway, so... I think the key thing is, and we, we had discussed this on a previous episode as well, is this this truly is a person-by-person 
customer by customer sort of thing there that mm. uh, it's not as though this is the, the new trend or an old-fashioned trend or anything like that to get in on. For some people, it truly is not something you should do. And for others, it's something you should really consider. Yeah. And, and you know, there's benefits of buying a car. So, like, when you finance a vehicle with an auto loan, you, you gain some equity. And equity is the difference between what you owe, what your car is worth. And it's useful when you want to go trade in your vehicle since you can then apply that towards the down payment on your next car. And it's extremely common for buyers to trade in a vehicle. And one of the big pluses is that is, is for that reason that you can trade in a equity uh, vehicle with equity in it so and with leasing you don't own any own any ownership rights to that car it belongs to the company that you're leasing it from and you're basically making the payments saying uh here's our price or the price we agreed on or what we call the adjusted cap cost that's the vehicle you're buying the price you're buying it for and then there's the residualized prices what it's a predetermined value through the course of the lease at at the end of your term whether it's two years three years four years most leases are either two or three years around here uh, that's the value that at the least end you can buy that vehicle for. So if we have uh, a vehicle that we're buying for $50,000 or the adjusted cap cost is $50,000 and we're going to lease that and the residualized value is $30,000, the depreciation amount of that loan is $20,000 over the course of our lease. So obviously there's going to be some interest payments in there. There's going to be tax in there and maybe some other capitalized things, things that you are putting into the lease. Uh, some people do their DMV fees in there, so their title fee, all that kind of stuff. That's all going to be included in the lease depreciation that's got to be paid over the couple years that you're leasing it. So when we say $30,000 is the end value of that lease, we're saying over that two-year lease or three-year lease, whatever we're going to do, over that kind of miles, this is what it's worth at the end. So when you come to the end of that lease, you can then buy the vehicle for that amount if you want. I had an instructor once said, you have a profit decision to make. If, pro- if it profits you to buy that vehicle, which a lot of people who are coming out of a lease right now are in a profit position where they can buy that vehicle for a profit, you buy it. And if not, you walk away and let the leasing company deal with it. So there's 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 a whole bunch to it beyond that. But, I mean, that's that's kind of the basics of what a lease is, that you've got the opportunity to buy the vehicle at the end of it, and you, you, you have some flexibility at the end of the lease terms. And I think uh, I know I've I, one person once uh, said this to me. They said, I don't like the lease because I, I have this feeling that it limits me as to my options. Is there what kind of limits, what kind of options uh, are you sort of uh, hamstrung by? Yeah, I mean, there, there's there's always going to be a payoff on it, but there, you know, there's a payoff if you finance a vehicle too. But if you if you've leased a vehicle in the last year or the last two years and you've still got some payments to go, we've seen it a lot over the last calendar year as, as COVID has been going on that people will come in and say, "What can I do to get out of this vehicle?" or "What what you know what should I do to get out of this vehicle?" And nice thing is, there's such a demand for used vehicles right now that we've been able to work with a lot of customers to get them out of those vehicles. There's going to be a payoff amount, amount that you still owe to the leasing company and they're going to obviously want that money collected. So you can always get out of a vehicle. It might not be the best um, financial decision for you to make and you'll have to make that decision when you want to get out of it. But there's always a way to get out of a vehicle if you want to. Um, the last one we recommend is totaling. That just wouldn't be the best one. But mm-hmm. um, obviously coming to the dealership, we can talk about that and, and work on how to get, get you out of that lease if you want to. But I was going to say, that's one of the best things about and This guy ties into something else when we talk about uh, uh, the proliferation of uh, of, of online, and, and that's the way a lot of people are, are going to be buying cars and, and trucks oh, yeah. going in the future there. Mm-hmm. But uh, for at least the next foreseeable future, you, <laughs> you, know, you know, when you've got questions, and usually if you're making a major purchase, you're going to have questions. It's something like this 
this is where the boots on the ground come in handy, isn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah, and, and uh, there's all sorts of great places to, to research leasing. Obviously, t- talk to us about what it is, but if you're a person like me who likes to read ahead of time and really have a good feel, so when you go in and see a salesperson in any store, if, I, if I'm buying mm-hmm. a TV, I can say when I'm going to this place I'm buying a, a TV from that I've researched that thing to death before I walk in the door, and it's a lot of times I feel like I might know a little bit more about that product than the salesperson does. I like to think that wouldn't happen at this store, but uh, we obviously have customers coming here with a lot of knowledge base. I mean, even cars.com just has a great glossary of what the terms are. So when you hear words like acquisition fee or a bank fee or initiation fee, you know we can explain what those things are. And what that basically is is that's the, a fee the bank charges to write the lease for you. So that that's capitalized in there. That's one of the things that you're going to pay for in in the lease. Um, All the different terms that come up, adjusted capitalized costs, which we talked about is all those things in there at the end of the day, what you're actually uh, basing the lease payments on. Cap cost reduction, capitalized cost reduction, it's basically a fancy word for rebates. I mean, there's a whole bunch of words that it can be used to scare you, but take a few minutes, read uh, read stuff ahead of time, and you're going to be acclimated to the process and feel so much better uh, when you come in to see us. Outstanding. Craig, another episode in the books. That's this latest edition of the Quick Serve Podcast, presented by Toys and Ford.